Hi everyone, thanks for checking in with me at my Redefining Caregiving podcast. I was wanting to share with you today something about, um, well, it's a concept that many of us are dealing with right now especially, and that is um, change can be so uncomfortable. I mean, can, I mean, anytime you change, you know, even you're, you're up, you know, you're moving things around, you're, it's, it's an upheaval time and and nobody likes that feeling. I mean, we like to be comfortable, you know? We like to be in our comfort zones because it's comfortable. <laughs> and I I am the comfort queen. I'm the one who will try my best to make sure everybody in the room has a comfortable pillow. You know, I'm always running around asking if anyone wants something to eat or drink. But so being uncomfortable for me is highly uncomfortable. And I bring this up today because I was remembering a time when my mom first, when my mom first uh, showed signs of her dementia. I had no idea uh, that the mind can be so, um, hmm, trying to think of a nice way to put it. So be, it can betray you. Your mind can betray you. It feels like betrayal when you go through a tra- traumatizing event like my mom. And her mind didn't only betray her, but it betrayed everyone else in her life because what happened was in its own way of coping through the stress, my mom developed early onset dementia, which was, I didn't even know anything about that. At the time, I didn't even know what much about dementia. I mean, I knew people had memory problems as they got older, but boy, oh boy, <laughs> she experienced, um, it was like number three major trauma in her life that she just... She didn't talk about things much, so she kept everything inside, which really proved to be a, her a, a disadvantage for her because she ended up, um, you know, this thing happened. I'm, I'm not going to mention what it was. It was just traumatizing, um, and highly it, it would be traumatizing to anybody. And so, within 30 days of this event happening, my mom started showing signs of, you know, just <clears throat> not remembering to come over at night not coming over, not making to her appointments, you know, just forgetting all the time. And I was like, this is, so, there's something up. Either she's busy and just not prioritizing things, or I had no idea because she looked great. She was 59 years old. I mean, she looked fantastic. She was beautiful. Um, she'd come over every night after work, pretty much. I mean, we were like the only family she had nearby and, and we were close. My mom and I were just really close. And She'd come over and help me out because she knew I was pretty much a single mother <laughs> raising two girls and while I was married. Uh, it was my husband was a workaholic. He was never home. We were having problems in our marriage for years and she just came over as a support to me. She was my best friend and she always w- was there for me through everything in my life. So when her mind started going, I just assumed it was her maybe needing a break and wanting to do some things for herself. And I I didn't take it personal, but I did notice it. And then <clears throat> what happened was she came over to me one day and said, Sam, I talked to my doctor and he diagnosed me with, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, dementia. And I said, well, that explains it, right? <clears throat> excuse me. So I said, well, let me see the documents that you've got. She said, here it is. And it was a, a letter saying that she qualified for disability. And um, she had been doing all this, kind of figuring things out. 
on her own. And I said, mom, you can't even work anymore. You know, you, she was in denial. She said, no, I'll, I'll be okay. And the dementia was terrible. But let me just tell you, if you're going to be uncomfortable, that's the time you're going to be very uncomfortable. And it was because my mom changed before her, my eyes. I mean, she was one person, one minute and the next another. And, you know, it was so hard to make that transition because I felt like at first it was betrayal from my mother as a friend because I thought she was just, you know, choosing not to hang out with us and come over and but it wasn't the case at all. We found out later that she just had this really traumatic thing happen. And within 30 days, her mind just completely left her. <laughs> I mean, as far as remembering things, um, short-term memory, long-term memory, stress. You know, I say all this to say right now we're in a time where things can be extremely stressful. And I want to just warn you ahead of time that when you allow yourself to become highly stressed to the point of where you, you just can't cope or it's so troubling and you think you're just being quiet and internalizing it and you'll get through it. Let me warn you, that's not good for the brain. What happens when you, you are on a stressful state is it damages the brain and your brain, if you have a trauma that's really extreme or even if you're a sensitive person to it, your brain just starts shutting off certain areas so that it can cope. You know, it'll direct it's itself to different it's hard to explain i don't really want to get into the technical part of it because i'm not a doctor but i have done a lot of research and i've learned a lot that there's a lot of people who don't remember things in the past and that's how your brain copes and so right now i really encourage you to take time to um you know breathe for sure people say take a deep breath take three deep breaths you know, there's really no joke in that. It, it's I used to laugh about it and say, okay, I'll breathe, huh? You know, I'm taking time and all that. And I really wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing it. <laughs> but now that I'm older, I understand that you do need to take time to breathe. And, you know, there's so much information on the internet that you could find on YouTube or just Google it or ask your doctor, you know, what are some breathing techniques that will help me? And the reason why I say that is because the breathing is important because it, just try it. Just try taking a deep breath you know, in and then out of your mouth, in through your nose, out of your mouth, and just do it like three times when you're stressed next time. I guarantee you, you will feel better. It calms you. And the reason it calms you is it's providing oxygen to the brain and you're able to produce chemicals that can calm you. So it's not a joke. It's really an important technique. And caregivers, we are faced with so many challenging uh, things just throughout the day dealing with the people we care for that um and the environment and, and the people around us that you know if we're not taking time to even just breathe and meditate you know it's gonna take its toll it's gonna take its toll in 10 years if it doesn't take its toll sooner like it did my mom so i am here to warn you not to do that if you could do it um and when when there's things like um hobbies and you know someone asks you to do something like Go watch a movie with them or something. You know, if you can do it, even if you're busy and there's so much stuff to do, I just encourage you to do it anyway because that allows your brain to relax and stop thinking about the worrisome things. And we have so much to worry about, right? But we don't have to spend all of our time doing it. And when you give your body a break, it feels good when you lay down and relax. Well, your brain needs a break too. My mom didn't do that. And unfortunately, her doctors didn't help her with the diagnosis right away. They said, oh, she's got Alzheimer's. And no matter what I did, 
to try to get a more proper diagnosis for her. Her doctors wouldn't listen to me, and so they put her on medications that actually destroyed and damaged her brain even more. So to this day, she's diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and she really doesn't have Alzheimer's. She was diagnosed with uh, early-onset dementia. So uh, that's another that's another podcast altogether. How you, you have to go by the rules, and in order to get her on Medicaid, they had to say she had Alzheimer's, not dementia, for, at the age of 59. I thought... You know, that's a whole nother podcast. But anyway, we're not going to worry about that. We're going to take a deep breath. <laughs> As I was in the past, I don't want that to happen to you. But I just bring these things up because, you know, there's always something. There's always something to make us worry and be concerned and be we feel uncomfortable. But sometimes feeling uncomfortable is a warning sign that you need to stop and breathe and get comfortable. So do whatever it takes to get comfortable so you can feel better and think better and just always remember that I'm here for you. I hope I can help you in some way. I hope I encourage you to take better care of yourself. Uh, Caregivers, you know, you just don't do it as much as you should. I know it's hard, but you need to put yourself first at the head of your caregiving. You are the leader. You're the one who's going to be there for them when nobody else is. So you be there for yourself too. And and please check out my, my new book coming up. It's the Redefining Caregiving. Actually, I just got a notice from my editor today that it's going into print. So if you get on the list at www.samdam.com, that would be great. I think it's going to help you a lot. It's got a lot of information in there. If you go on my website, you'll get a little glimpse about what's on inside the book. There's a little trailer for the book and a um, little video. So anyway, check it out. And again, thank you. And don't forget, please don't forget to always include yourself in the care you give. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.